What's good, everybody? Happy Tuesday. We are ready to discuss our hometown Philadelphia Eagles today. What's up, boys? I am joined by Double L Colin, Smooty Wop, the Juice Man, and one of our regulars is back. Drum roll, please. Big TK in the house. Welcome back from Disney, kid. Oh, finally feels good to get back on the pods. Been a little while. We missed you. Dual pods? Missed this. Are you right? <laughs> Julio pods? All right, guys. So we're talking our favorite team. We know them like the back of our hand. Yes, sir. I want general thoughts. Try and keep it quick since we have an extra guy in the building. I will kick it off by saying my expectations are high this year. Rick, what are you thinking? Uh, Super Bowl or bust. Okay. Uh, high expectations. I hope they can pull off a clowny treat. Okay. Well, we will touch on that as well, Colin. Oh, I don't. I don't want to say Super Bowl or bust, but they got a Super Bowl team on their hands. Yeah, I'm thinking deep run to the playoffs myself. I mean, don't got to be a Super Bowl, at least a nice run. I'd be very disappointed with no NFC Championship game. So, as you all can tell, we expect big things out of the birds this year. We're going to get into it this offseason. Deshaun Jackson made his way back home. But another legend in Philadelphia had to part as Nick Foles went to Jacksonville. Guys, do you think that makes Carson Wentz a little looser? that he doesn't have that shadow of Nick Foles in the Super Bowl hanging over his head anymore. Do you think that'll help Wentz coming into this year? I mean, it shouldn't make him any looser. It might make him a tad bit. I mean, they've always made it known that Carson was the starter. They've gone out of their way many times. To yes. make it be known, and now they've gone yeah. out of the way. So, I mean, I don't think, I think he felt comfortable. I mean, really, it was just injuries. That's what I think. I think his biggest shadow isn't Foles. I think it's injuries. I think that's the biggest shadow he has to get out of. He's got to stay healthy this season. <laughs> I agree. That's that's definitely big for Wentz. Uh, health, health number one. Yeah, health number one. Breaking his wrist in college. Plays 16 his first year. Then he has the ACL in the back last year. If he stays healthy, we know what quarterback. Well, one he thing can they're be. saying um, coming out of training camp that uh, Mike Groh and Doug Peterson are they put an emphasis on him getting the ball out quick. Now, that obviously takes away any chance he has to get out of the pocket, get hit, run. It, it significantly drops the chances that he, he may encounter one of those situations. But we know Wentz, he won't back down. The big question will be when he does run, when he sees that eight or nine yards in front of him, well, we, well, can he not try to run over a linebacker? Like, if you're simply <laughs> standing there, can you, like, be smart and just get down? Like, you can't do nothing if they're going to be a scumbag and hit you as you're going down or anything like that. But, like, do the smart thing. That's what I'm looking yeah, at. Because you can get the ball out as quick as you want. If you're not doing the other things to protect yourself, you're just waiting for it to happen again. And then you're going to be all miserable again and acting like the world's against you and all down like you were. And it's going to be no one's fault but your own. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. This is the Philly look, is that he'll slide. <laughs> and break, he'll break his You're angle. not wrong. And then we'll be made like, why didn't he just try to run it out? Like, why did he go down? He <laughs> broke his forearm. The thing that Carson did during the offseason since the, uh, the start of the offseason was he changed his diet. He uh, changed his workout plan. He came in a lot stronger in the best shape of his entire career, back dating back to college as well. I mean, it, it's all up to him. It's all on him. This team rides on him. It's... I mean, Josh McCown's not taking his job. I mean, Nick Foles probably could have. But they, like Rick said, they made it known that this was his job. But 
It's all on him, man. Yeah. The Eagles go as far as he takes them. I agree. But we're going to look at the defensive side of the ball this offseason. They go out. Big addition, Malik Jackson. They brought Vinny Curry back home after a year in Tampa that never really seemed they get fit in his own words. Uh, Timmy Jernigan was a free agent for a little bit. They re-signed him on draft day. Zach Brown comes into the fold. They signed Andrew Sandeo and Jonathan Cyprian as backup safeties. I, 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 I see me personally. I just think the defense's biggest issue right now is health. Um, not in love with the linebacking core, but a healthy Bradham and Zach Brown and Camus uh, Grugier Hill. I think that's formidable. I think that's the one significant weakness that the Eagles would have if you had to pick one. But overall, I mean, their defense, they're deep at every position. Whether you want to say it's as skilled as the D-line or whatever, I doubt that because they're deep and they're very skilled. But a lot of corners, a lot of safeties, a lot of linebackers. Guys, what do you think about the defense this year? I love it. I I love it, man. You still look at the defensive front. I mean, you can't say enough about what Fletch brings to the team. Bring back Vinny Curry, it's just a defense that he's familiar with. Malik Jackson is a very good pass rusher. Um, big, it's a big season for Barnett. Same thing with Brandon Graham as well. I mean, he, it's a system he knows. I'm very excited to watch the young, the young defensive backs this year. Yeah. Well, I want to add that Malcolm Jenkins is the best safety in football. Pay the man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Best safety in football. Yeah, that, that line has to get there, though. That line, like you said, the the linebackers, that line gets there. It takes some of that pressure off across the middle. And them linebackers, they just got to play decent football. Not yeah. Nothing outstanding, just they got to get the job done. They got to tackle. Well, well, they so. back to their Super Bowl year. What did they do best? They got home. They made it a lot easier for the secondary. And, I mean, when you're defending for three, four, five seconds, that's a long time for a corner. So if the pass rush gets home, the Eagle defense could be one of the best. In the when we world. talk about those corners, you have Ronald Darby, obviously, probably the undisputed number one corner. And then you have the likes of Avante Maddox, Rasul Douglas, Sidney Jones, all there vying for that playing time. And either the well. other starting yeah. outside corner or the slot. I, Dude, I'm not going to lie. I don't think you're going to see Jalen Mills this year. I, I was just going to try to add that um, I hope – I want a big year from Jalen Mills. I, I like him, and I just feel like he – I mean, injuries hurt him, but I feel like he's definitely – he's better than he's played in recent years. And I think that if he's healthy, he could show it this year. I think he got a good chance to come out. I think the issue against him will be he's not going to be back till like week eight or nine. Oh, is and he then, still out? Yeah, and then he's going to have to he's, he's going to have to jump one of them. Him. Yeah, so unless one's playing bad, if they're all playing well, he ain't going to see the field a lot. Could you see maybe Mills getting traded in that Clowney trade if they were to trade for Clowney? I doubt they want to take on an injured part. That's okay. just me. I why it doesn't make much sense because I'm pretty sure Jalen Mills' contracts up into the year doesn't okay. make any sense. Quick question for you guys: What do you think the Eagles got to package or give to get Clowney? Well, they need a running back. They they they've expressed a ton of interest in putting a wide receiver with Fuller and D Hop over there as well. So maybe you package Nelson Aguilar, who's on a contract here. You're paying him, I believe, ten million. I'm not trading Aguilar. Um. I mean, you got a ton of running backs. It's who you ready to part from. Is it Clement? I, I'm not ready to no, part from Clement. Do that. I, I don't know. Maybe it's going to have to be a first or a second round pick. And I don't even think it takes that. What do you think it takes? For Clowney, a guy that's held out and this is dragging on, and he has the upper hand in this negotiation here. 
I don't think the Texans get any more than an average either running back, offensive lineman, whatever they feel best, and maybe like a conditional third-round pick. I, they're not going to get much here. They they have no leverage in this. He's not like they they're not getting a first round pick. I'd be absolutely stunned if they got a first round pick. I'm a I'm gonna pose a question. What does Clowney bring to this defense? Like because Clowney can play the D line, he can play the linebacker. Where he's not he playing play? linebacker. Where he plays we? linebacker in three four, and he, this is four three. He can play either either or. The thing is, I think it helps him stay. If he comes to the birds, I think it helps him stay healthier. He's not, he's not going to be on the field as much as he would be with the rotations. I think it would be a great fit here. Yeah. Yep. What do you think, Rick? I agree. Well, I think, obviously, he brings a whole lot to the team. I mean, what it's actually the question should be, what doesn't he bring to the team? Because, I mean, you're getting Clowney, who's an absolute force. you got to double him every time. If you don't double him, it's all, he's gotten there. He's getting to the quarterback. There's, and... If you don't You're talking about the rest of the D line. Yeah. <laughs> Man, look at who else we have. They're gonna have to worry about doubling exactly. somebody else, and then you gotta Fletcher worry Cox. about Yeah, you yep. got Fletcher Cox Fletcher Cox. <laughs> <laughs> you got Clowney. Big Cox. Malik Jackson. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter. He could be Brandy out there Grant. with the second line and he's still they're gonna have to double somebody else. Exactly. Somebody yeah. else on so the even then, on the second so unit would be getting Rick's a double. Making it sound is, Rick, is this an absolute you would be pissed if they don't make this move? No, I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't be pissed, but, I mean, you you asked me, what does he bring to the team? Yeah. I would be pissed if they don't get him. It depends what's given up. If they if Seattle or Miami give up a first, I don't want parts of that. Even a second, I'd be hesitant. Because the Eagles need to, going forward long term, they need to keep adding young, skilled players high in that draft that can come in and make an impact with the contracts of and Wentz and all kicking in. He, he's, his contract is up at the end of the year, too. Yeah. Another point yeah, of so you, no you leverage rent, for the Texans. You rent him for a year, yeah. and you have to, like you said, double clowny, you have to double Fletch. What did the Rams do this last year to get to the Super Bowl? They rode the Ndamukong to and Aaron Donald. Yeah. Oh, their line's not well, even comparable to what our will Exactly. Yeah. So I think if you make, you should make this move because it makes you a Super Bowl defense. Yeah, but if you put up three points in the Super Bowl, you're not going to win anyways. Yeah. Never you know. They're not going to put up. They, I think it's a must move for the Philadelphia Eagles. Another question I want to pose here. We look at the draft. The Eagles, they didn't have many picks, only five picks this year. At the 22nd pick, they draft Andre Dillard. Jason Peters, heir apparent for if he, let's hope not, but Peters always seems to miss a game or so here or there. So now they have a very viable left tackle to fill in, not only now, but for the future. And he's looked good in the preseason. Second round, they had two playmakers to the offense in Miles Sanders and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Me and Rick, big fans of J.J. That's our boy going back to last year. Miles Sanders, we all watched him at Penn State. I, I I like those two picks a lot for the Eagles. Huh? All right, JJ's going to be huge yeah. for the Birds. I think people don't realize how like I think he's going to be a top target this year for them. I think he's going to slide his way in, and he. Yeah. I, I do. I mean, he's, he he plays he's a he plays big boy ball out yeah. there. Yeah, him and he's Sanders just jumping over people. Definitely weapons for Wentz. He's a monster yeah. machine. And just like gradually slide in Sanders. Like don't yeah. just. Run him into the ground because good, we yeah, have see, him, and you don't even like, have to. And they Howard, don't have to with all the running backs. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, gradually let him climb the ladder and yeah, they take that one spot. Don't just. I well, they from what 
you know, training camp's been going so far is that they love what they see from Miles Sanders to maybe be the one. And same thing from Corey Clement. But you also have a guy you brought in the offseason, Jordan Howard. So you got to mix him in. Miles Sanders won't take most of the workload, but he's going to, like TJ said, work slowly into a very nice role for this team. And yeah. you can't forget about Darren Sproles. Probably well, one I wish of we could forget about Darren Sproles. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, the dude's just taking up a roster spot. I mean, what are you going to do, a pull him back and punt returner? There's obviously a guy out there that's better than him. And if, well, the he's first a, time he gets hit, he's done. He's he'll be out for four weeks, come back, get 10 touches that he doesn't need to get, get smoked again, he'll miss another four games. I, mean, he I think just, they, major- they brought him in because there's not really a running back on the roster that can pass block like him. I don't care. There's not many other running backs that can only pass block on this team. Like I'd rather have more talented players somewhere else. We didn't need scrolls. Yeah, but the Eagles run a lot of RPOs, so if you have a guy that can pass block like that as a running back, let's just bring him in for a couple plays. I get it, but I mean, just teach the running back back how to block for a little bit. I mean, Jesus, it shouldn't be that difficult. So, fellas, I, what's who's who's going to make the bigger impact this year? Are Thago Whiteside or Miles Sanders? Whiteside, Miles Sanders. Or Sega White's, I guess. Sure. I think it'll be Sanders just because of the volume of the times he'll touch the ball. But I expect, I expect a nice year from both of them as well. I don't think one will have a good year without the other. I think they'll both be impactful pieces for the Eagles' offense this year. But guys, let's get down to the nitty gritty. It is prediction time. Rick, the Juice Man, started up. You said Super Bowl or bust. Now elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love to hear it. 13-3, and three, I think the Eagles have the best record in the NFL this year. Okay. And that is not me being a homer. It kind of is, but 13-3. and three. Smoothie Wop. I agree, 13-3, and three, best record. Uh, I'm going to go 12-4 because they always lose a game that they should win, that they should have won. And let that doesn't happen hands. this year. I think it always <laughs> happens every year. They'll have a game where it slips through their hands. 12-4, and four, it'll be the one seed. I'll see them in the Super Bowl. Okay. To be honest, I wish I went first because I was going to say 13-3. and three. Well, you can. I know, but it's I wanted to be the first so one to say because then two other people in front of me got to say, like, I'm not trying to rob everybody else's pick. But, no, I was thinking 13-3. One up us, then. 14-2 and two us. I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll, go. I'll take 14-2. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, no, go I'm Birds! I'm the okay. downer that says 12-4. and four. Hey, hey. They're going to have a good year, though. Yeah, I think it's going to be them and the Saints vying for that Super Bowl. Um well, at least we don't have Foles at quarterback because that dude gets treated by the Saints every time he steps Yeah, I think field. it's going to be us and the Saints in the NFC title this title game this year. Redemption. Yeah, yeah. There's there's going to be a lot of a lot on the line. I know that Saints team's good and they're hungry after the last two years on how their playoffs ended, but we'll get there when it matters the most. I honestly think there's going to be a missed pass interference call in the divisional round <laughs> <laughs> against the birds. All right, guys. Uh, anybody got any over-unders that they would like to ask here? Hmm. Slick? All right. Carson Wentz, over 200 yards rushing. Over. I think it'll go over. I think it'll go over. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, it's not that much. How about Carson going for 4,000 passing yards? Over or under? I think he'll get over that. I think he'll get over I don't think he'll shatter it, but I think he'll get over it. I agree, over. And 30 touchdowns. 30. 30? Yes. I think it does. Yeah, yeah, I think with this team, he could throw 30. Yeah, I think yeah. so. If he stays healthy 16 if games, Carson's, he could do 30. Carson, the way we're talking, could be the MVP. Well, I got one here. If Carson stays healthy for 16 games, all he has to do is throw two a game. You're absolutely right. All right, I got one here. Brandon Graham... Over or under nine and a half sacks. Over. 
Under. Under. That's going to be a lot of sacks if he gets the over, so I'm going to take the under. Because that means you think about all the other guys. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I, I don't under. even know. Like, if, you, if they get that many sacks, I don't know if there'll be that many plays ran by the other team <laughs> to even get that many. And all right. I'll go one more. Zach Gertz, who had 116 catches last year, over under at 90 catches. I think he'll get over 90. I don't think he'll crack 100, though. I think he'll be in that ballpark. I I'll go over 100. I'll go over 100. All right, final answer here, a yes or no. We'll go around this way. Is Jadavion Clowney an eagle week one versus the Washington Redskins? Yes, I think yes. Smoothie. I don't think he'll be here. Colin. My heart's telling me, yeah, I'm going to ride with that. I think he'll be an eagle. I'm saying, yeah, I hope so. I want him to. <laughs> I, I want him so, to. Let me tell you, but if it don't happen, Clowney, you're good if you're there, listening, so. that midnight green would look really good on you. I hope so. And I also think it's going to happen. <laughs> I think it'll be Vitae in a third-round pick. I'm fine with that. But, guys, that'll do it for our Philadelphia Eagles podcast. We'll be back tomorrow for hump day with another NFL team as we get closer to week one. Later.